How do we know the U is on the way back? Let's talk about the signs. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. Thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked On Canes your first listen. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. It is a Truth Teller Tuesday. Yes, Bruce Warner, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm really excited about this show, that's for sure. And, and I guess these things are some sort of clues <laughs> to our guest. We have a special guest joining us. It's why we're wearing the towels. UM Sports <laughs> Hall of Famer, former all-time great Miami Hurricanes assistant coach, legendary high school coach as well. Don Solinger is with us. How ironic that uh, that Don, who's this is his trademark, he's the only one not wearing a towel today. <laughs> Mr. Solinger, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm really doing well. Yeah, I was great because I called him last night. I said, Don, remember you said you would come on the show. You, listen, we did a show last night, but it wasn't a show. He was talking to me for 45 minutes. And everybody that watched this show over the last six months knows that I, you know, I, have, I go back a long way with these guys. But I know nothing compared to this guy right here. So we're thrilled to have Donnie. He's a legacy. He's a legend. Yeah. He really uh, I is. Don't know about that. You know, it's been long, are, it's man, almost 20 years the, now. Look at all the players you had, man. You had yeah. Edgerin and you had James Jackson and you had you even you had big game James Stewart and you had Edge and Portis. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have game. Stewart. I had uh, you know I had uh, uh Ferguson, you know Ferguson. Oh Danielle Ferguson, right, yeah. right, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I came right after Stewart, but but uh, I was still in high school then. That's when uh, when Howard hired me. You know, I was uh, at a at a, a convention in Dallas, and uh, right after they won the national championship, we lost the state championship, and uh, he hired me. Matter of fact, I just saw Archer last week. You know, oh, when you Archer went to LSU with Orangeburger, that's when I got the job in Miami. Because no, Archer you get a hell of a job, my friend. And yeah. and, and guess and you know what. One of the nicest guys, one of the nicest people that's affiliated with the Miami history is Don. So we thank you very much. So let's go into what we talked a little bit about last night. What's your thoughts on what's going on down there now? I'm super excited. You know, I've been following it since we, we you know, we got let go in 2005. Yeah, you guys were scapegoats. You guys were scapegoats. happened. Yeah. It you know, it happened on a college level. That's one of the reasons I never left. That's one of the reasons I never moved on like Mario did. You know, I mean, you had to make a choice of either staying or going, you know, but but since 2005, things have really been rough. It's been a rough road. I mean, I've never, I'll never forget the last day. They asked me, you know, we got, we're going in a different direction. They certainly went in a different direction. <laughs> After they yeah, yeah. Because, well, they just haven't been able to get any consistency with the program. And, and Mario has that, you know, Mario, we, we, well, we recruited Mario when I was there. My last, my last years with Jimmy, you know, uh, you know, we recruited Louis was already playing. Louis was already playing, mm -hmm. and we recruited Mario, and and he, you know, he knows the program. He he grew up 
like I did. As a fan of University of Miami, he knows the program. He knows what's going on. He went away. He got his master's. He got his doctorate in football. He's done great at, you know, he's really done well where he's been. And now he has a vision and he started. He brought back Alonzo, which I think is a, was a great hire. Alonzo just has a, a myriad of talent with, with uh, being in the pros. I mean, he just understands uh, the history. And, and I don't think when you hire coaches from outside that really don't understand Miami and the uh, dynamics of Miami, it's hard to get that across to the players. Even though they kept Kehoe and, and things like that, it's hard for an assistant coach to really relay it to everybody on the team. Mario's the head guy, and he he understands the the traditions and the things that made Miami great, and he's headed in that direction. And uh, you know, I I was telling you, Bruce, I ran into him at the Columbus game, and uh, you know, I don't I don't throw praises out easily, but uh, I, I'm super impressed with with uh, his presence and and how he talks. He's very articulate about what he says. He knows what he wants. He sticks to his guns, which. You have to do. I mean, there's a lot of controversial things. Last year was pretty controversial, losing a steel and losing a strong, Charlie Strong. But he stuck with it. He knows he it wasn't working out. I'm going this direction, and he's yeah, followed I, 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 and, and you know he's followed Gidry and uh, and uh, awesome. the uh, offense. Yeah, the offense coordinator, uh, the defensive coordinator rather. The I'm sorry, the offense coordinator and Dawson. He's followed both of those guys throughout his career. And th these guys are special. They're good coaches, really good coaches. And like you said last night, Bruce, I think they're very relatable with the athletes. I think they relate with the athletes. Kevin Beard's coaching. Tim Harris has, has experience with, with the University of Miami and high school. Come on. I mean, you, you're not going to find a classier guy than Tim or Kevin. You know, and, and you can see it on the field. Their kids are producing. You know, and, and that – you know, I, I wrote down a thing before this show. I wrote down two things. You have to recruit talent, but you know what you have to do? You have to develop, guys. You know, when you can develop, you know, we recruited a Sean Taylor, very similar to Williams, the, the safety he's got now, the big safety he's got now. Great talent. Let's, now, now when you can develop that talent to, to the max, now you've got a championship team. You know, when you can develop the, the talent you have, that you recruited and you can really develop it. That's the name of the game. When they right. get there, are they getting better each each game? And I see that now. Yeah, yeah and, and something, not guys. Mention, that... Not to mention Jason Taylor. Oh yeah. <laughs> on the other on the side, you talk about recruiting and developing kids. I mean, you got Jason Taylor's in the Hall of Fame. You know, yep. these kids look yep. up. They got great coaches. I mean, I didn't, matter of fact, I listened to coaches. You know, Salva's a great coach. Taylor's a great coach. Defensive line. Even Stroud, Stroud's been around. I think Stroud was a head coach. Todd was a head coach. Well, he's excellent. You know, uh, a die was on a championship uh, Georgia team. He was he coached a secondary on a championship, and and you know the DBs are doing better. Everybody is doing better. You know, right. I hope Kitchens is doing well. I don't know if he'll play this week, but you know he's a type of Ed Reed type guy. Williams is a, a Sean Taylor type guy. Their corners are getting pretty good. The linebacker plays a lot better, you know. Uh, you know, you just look at defensive line. Heck, Harrison Hunt had a good game the other day. You know, he's been injured and stuff, but he's coming around. You know, you can see that the kids are developing, you know, and, and 
that's the thing that I look at. You know, I, I'm very critical that way, you know, because I know what we had and, and what we had to do to get where we had to go. And I see that happening again. Yeah, and, and I want to get into that on, in more detail on the other side because Don Solinger, of course, was a part of multiple national championship eras at Miami and, and how you can see the signs that things are turning around. I also want to talk about the talent in the running back room right now because Coach Solinger knows a thing or two about running back talent. We are only getting started. You want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. And guys, keep it locked to FanDuel. We're having so much fun. The NFL season is back. College is back. You can snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. I've been having a blast with my Canes and my Dolphins already. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off that NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. For the everydayers, with you for the second time today, and we're with you with a great one. Don Solinger is here with the truth teller, Bruce Warner. Now, Coach Solinger, um, do you see – any similarities to let's say the Canes teams that you were you were coaching on mid to late 90s right when thing when the tides were starting to turn towards what ended up being the 2001 championship team and honestly Miami could have won a couple more championships with that group because in 2000 and 02 they were so so close right. uh, do you see similarities to the way things are now trending well, you know, yes, no question about it. I mean, I've, I've been following this since I got let go, basically. You know, I haven't, I haven't, you know, that's what I've been doing is following it, you know, uh, you know, on TV and things. Not not like, you know, not like insanely, but I've been following it pretty closely. And this is the first time I've seen it where things are starting. To, there's, a, there's still a lot of work to do. Don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, they can do it. They can make, you know, tweaks in their defense tweaks in their offense there's still a lot of work but these guys you know it's funny i ran in at the palmetto game i ran into two guys i don't know if it was taylor the defensive i think it might have been because he's he was you know palmetto game but there were two either two offensive linemen there and stuff like that and they're wearing um shirts and they're proud as peacocks you know i mean the kids are taking a lot of pride i think the leadership on the team is starting to take take fruition you know I, I you had never really saw it before you know what you saw and i was in i was taking classes to renew my high school certificate and everything was all the kids that that were athletes they were in little bubbles i mean it was about them it was about my team about not each other and i see that changing too I, they they care about each other they're taking pride in in, in doing well and that's really typical of the running back room. You know, when they get in there, everybody's trying to outdo the other guy. And, and that that's what makes you good, the competition. You know, when we had, yeah, sorry. When we've had other former players on, they would all say the same thing. And I, I could attest to it, but you could say it as well. Everybody said the same thing. The practices were harder than the games. Yeah. And, you know, and let's go back to 89. When Dennis came in, he put in the one back. And I went with my, my friends to watch the guys practice and scrimmage and I don't remember the offense doing too much 
And then you right. go up to Wisconsin and blow them out 51 to three. And I asked Stephen McGuire, I said, Stephen, you know, in practice, I watched you guys, you ran for a yard, a yard and a half. You thought it was like 40 yards because you guys look at the defensive line. He says, yeah, well, you know, what do you expect? I go up against Tez and Russell and those guys. And then I go out in the field for me. And then, like he went through Florida State like a hot knife through butter. I mean, you know, when you went up there, you won 17-16. But my God, he says it's a huge difference what we do on the field and in the games. Yeah, the, the competition on the field was ridiculous. When I, when I got there from high school, I, could, I couldn't believe it. One of the things that really impressed me with Alonzo and those guys, and it, and it stayed, and it kind of went through my first stint at Miami. They wouldn't accept mediocrity from each other. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the biggest key. If a kid messed up, you know, whether it was not going to class or not going to a weight workout or not doing what he was supposed to do on the field, making assignments, we would be butting up, you know, and not taking kids to the ground. All of a sudden, a kid would get nailed. I mean, really nailed. And I'm saying, well, what's, what's that? You know, just but take it easy on guys. What happened to me? Oh, there. Uh, they would not take it easy on guys. They, they, they controlled the locker room by how they practice on the field. If you weren't doing it, you knew a kid that was messing up because they would, they would light a guy up if he, he wasn't doing the right yeah. thing. They were like so self-policing. All the motivation. It's, it really wasn't bullying. It was, it was about it was demanding excellence from each other. Sure. And if you didn't, and if you didn't live up to that, you, you had a tough time at Miami as a player. You had you had a you had to play with the glass full at Miami. If you didn't play with the glass full, and some guys' glasses full were not like Alonzo Highsmith or Mel Bratton or somebody like that, but they knew if you weren't giving it that total effort. And the total effort is, is the thing that was a big key. And the players kind of controlled that. You know, even in the 2001 National Championship, you hear Ed Reed talking about it and some of the players. And really, uh, there were demands put on you. And you had, to, you had to give it your best shot. If you didn't, you had to give it. The but the world is different now, Coach. The world is different. You got all these kids coming out you know, with the announcements on national TV. I don't know about that. I think I see that happening now. I see that happening in Miami. I think what you demand to young people, you get. If you can remove parents, get the parents out of the way of the wind, say, hey, turn them over to me. I'm not going to put your kid in the hospital. I'm going to make him better than he was when he got here as far as football is concerned. I'm going to teach him the right things value-wise, character-wise. Just watch. If you have a problem, you come in and talk to me. Let, let me, let's see how good we can get your son. And that's the name of the game. And that's what these guys are doing. I think they're getting, you know, you, you have to get out of that bubble and start thinking about each other and not letting each other down and things. And that's what, that's a championship attitude to me. But they have to win. This is such a critical year because Alex and I talked about it all off season. They have to win. I think they're going to win Saturday. I think they're going to beat Georgia Tech. You know that. And I think if they beat North Carolina, then you're going to see all the national publicity about it, about the U. Are they back? It doesn't matter if they're back. It matters what Mario thinks. And, and, and he's working hard. So if we go 6-0, and and I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but we're sitting right there in a great spot to get some of these recruits, especially well, the ones a couple of things. There's a couple of things I'll say about that. First of all, Al Davis has, has said it, just win, baby, win. That's the name of the win, game. Right. That's why you're here. That's why you're at Miami. You know, I – you know, I, I was very fortunate in the 16 years. There's 158 and 37. 
I mean, it, it was, or 38, something like that. It was some ridiculous number. I mean, we just won and won. So you got to win. There's no question about it. I mean, that helped us in recruiting. When I first started recruiting in 84, I, I was getting kicked out of schools if I was wearing UM shirts. But at really? the end, you know, everybody, you know, embraced it. You know, that's number one. Number two, uh, you know, it just, uh, you know, you just, once you start winning, everything starts falling in place. It just, it just happens that way. And, uh, you know, and the kids, the kids are, are starting to, I think what you demand of them, you kind of get from them, you know, don't transfer. Like, like I look at the running back room, heck, they're playing Parrish. They're playing what Allen, Ajay, Ajay they're playing. They're playing Fletcher, of course, was hurt last week. Cheney had a great game last week. This Johnson, I never even heard of this Johnson kid. He did well. He's oh, a kid from Dillard, fast. I think. Yeah. That guy yeah. is quick as yeah. quick as can be. Terrell Walden, you know, uh, his son, Terrell played for us. Terrell Walden's dad played for us. If you watch Terrell Walden, that guy's a player now. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a walk-on, but he's a player. He's a good football player. He played in Orlando. And Citizen was considered one of the best. And these guys don't seem – they don't mind – they don't mind competing, and Tim Harris is utilizing them like I kind of, you know, that wasn't in vogue when I was coaching. That you wanted one guy and you kept one guy in, and that was it. And then, you know, if he needed a rest, you put that guy in for two plays and then pulled him out. These guys are getting their turns to really show what they have, and, and uh, I think Tim's doing a great job with them. You know, and they're all competing and they're all working hard. And it's just going to make Miami better, you know. That's that's the way I look at it. And yeah. uh, so I think I'd like to get our tight end back. Huh? I'd like to get our tight end Arroyo back because he's a weapon. Yeah. We yeah. Need to get yeah. Arroyo. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. With tight ends, same thing. You know. I mean, it's it just. Uh, I'm looking at it. It's exciting to watch for me. You know, because I, I, I see I see they're really being well coached. You know. I, you know, and I love it's what Gibbs does. Huh? It's about time, Coach. It's about time. Yeah, we talked well, about that last really. night. When Golden was here, he thought that Golden would succeed. The reason why he didn't succeed, the whole country knows why, because his defensive coordinator yep. was not the kind of the defense that the South Florida kids wanted to play. They used to play in your face and all that. And he's got these guys 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. I mean, I was watching one of the games with um, <clears throat> Dwayne Starks, and he said, Bruce, I can't even see our DBs in the, on the TV screen. <laughs> And it's true. That was the downfall for Golden. Well, you know, you know, Jimmy kind of Jimmy kind of laid the groundwork for that. You know, I mean, he he laid the groundwork for that. He's you know he he just hey, long as you're producing, you're happy. If you're not producing, you're not very happy. As a matter of fact, I, I'll show you real quick. I don't know if you can see this. I don't know if you can see it, but that's Jimmy's staff. Oh, <laughs> on that yeah. staff, you talk about the staff. That's Chuck Pagano. That's Tupperville. That you know, uh, Carlos Maynard. That's me, Wanstead. You got Tony Wise. You got Louis Martinez, who's at at Tennessee now. Art, Gary, Brodsky, Jimmy, Axe, and Butch. You know, I mean, it's a unbelievable staff. They got a similar (laughs) staff. They got guys. Yeah, they, they got a very similar staff to that. I mean, Mario knows what he's doing. I mean, I'm telling you, he got his doctor in football. He, he knows what he wants. He's hiring the right guys. They seem to be meshing. They're really meshing well together. 
that's a big key with the staff. Uh, they're meshing very well. And, um, you know, they're off to the races. I think they're doing a great job coaching. They really are, you know, and, uh, and they're going to get better. That's the key. You know, he's not, I know he's not satisfied. You know, I, I mean, you always can, there's always room for improvement, but their base stuff that they're doing offensively and defensively, excellent. And then as they start adding to it, it's going to get better and better. I'm, I'm jacked. I don't know if you can tell. We I, we can tell, and we're jacked, and we have the pleasure here of being joined by Don Solinger. When we come back, I want to ask Coach his thoughts on Tyler Van Dyke, who's uh, having a bounce-back year so far. There's no question about it for the Miami Hurricanes quarterback. So you want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. And, folks, last-minute tickets should not be a stressful experience. It's not stressful at game time. That's actually when you get the best deals is the day of the event at game time with these flash deals and sales they have. You were getting into that Bethune-Cookman game at about $2. You were getting into the Miami-Ohio game at $9, Texas A&M game into the 30s. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has tickets, has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Sporting events, concerts, comedy shows, Whatever you're looking to go to. I got tickets a couple weeks ago to Disney on Ice to take my five-year-old to. I got great great deals on those tickets as well. And you get something called the Game Time Guarantee. That means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on college for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We are joined here by UM Sports Hall of Famer Don Solinger on Locked on Canes. And, you know, coach, uh, three games in, we're seeing uh, great performances under center from Tyler Van Dyke. He's getting the protection he needs. His receivers, especially Restrepo, have really been stepping up. Uh, how do you evaluate Miami's starting quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke? You know, not only these uh, these first three games of the season, but the last couple of years as well. What do you see from him? Well, I see, I see a better offensive line. That helps him. I see better protection by the backs. That helps him. I see receivers making plays. That helps him. All the guys that have been great at Miami – you know, you take Toretta with it with his his year. You know, he had he had uh, Lamar, he had uh, Copeland, he had uh, you know Williams. He had he had a bunch of guys that Daryl Spencer. He threw the ball, they came down with it and made plays. You know, uh, Testaverde and those guys had Irvin and and you know you know uh, all the guys that we had the blades and those guys. So you got to if you're going to be good, you know, I, I look at the film. You know, I look at what the kids are doing. Dawson's coaching quarterback doing a pretty good job. The guy's productive. I mean, he's back to where he was a few years ago. You know, I look at the coaching, you know, and, and the film doesn't lie. You know, as you start watching these things, they're playing good. Look at the backs. Damn, the backs are playing good. I wonder why. Because of what Harris is doing. Harris knows what he's doing. He's doing a good job. He stresses pass protection. You know, he stresses when you get in, don't mess up because the next guy's right there. So the competition and things like that. So Van Dyke has always had the, the skills. He just hadn't had protection. If you don't protect, I mean, it happened last night in, in the Carolina game. That guy was a great quarterback. You don't protect him. You got problems. You got problems. So protection, I, I you know, I kind of said it, <laughs> I, I, you know, 
to me, Van Dyke's the goose that laid the golden egg. If he stays healthy and he keeps progressing the way he does, you're going to win big time. Yeah. You know, so here you are as a running back. If somebody's trying to take hurt the goose that's laying the golden egg, you better lay the wood to him or you ain't going to be playing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that because my first thing was pass protect. You can protect your quarterback. You got a shot because you got good receivers. They're going to make plays. That's the name of the game. And it's funny, you know, really Bethune-Cookman, we always te were teasing each other as coaches. Bethune-Cookman to us, what, you know, Chad would always come up, that's not a count game. We're supposed to beat those guys. Mm -hmm. But there are, like you're saying, Bruce, there are count games coming up, the North Carolina yeah. game, Clemson game. There are going to be some count games where it's going to be, we're going to have to fight for the four quarters and we're going to have to make plays all the way through. And somebody's going to have to come through at the end, big time. And those right, are the games that, that you got to coach in and really, really play in and, and play your best in those games. I think we learned a good lesson, though, against Texas A&M. We were down 10 nothing and 17 to 7. And these kids fought back. If it wasn't Count for those two touchdowns, they, they, they stayed game. in the game. And that's important, Donnie, because now they have a reference in their head. You know what? If we're down, we could still win these games. Yeah. They didn't no have question that. about that. No question. That was a count game. They came back. You know, I mean, they gave them fourteen points. I mean, right. you, know, yeah. on, on, uh, you know, right out on a kickoff, uh, you know, fumble and that, and then the, the, I think it was a punt return or something. I mean, they gave on them the fourteen. Block. Points. They blocked the yeah, punt. Right yeah, your yeah. special teams. What do you did? I, did you watch that? Punt? I thought he took way too many steps before he punted it. And, I, and after that, he didn't do that anymore. Oh, I did block. Well, you know, it's, those guys are a little bit different, those Australian guys. They, like, you know, come off to the side, <laughs> they run, they kick. You know? Right, the right, protection right. Is a little bit different than we use. They're not two-steppers, you know what I mean? So, right. yeah, it's a little bit different. You know, I'm not – I haven't really studied it that much, but they do take a lot of steps, you know. And they take a lot of steps. Like but anyway, no, you're right. The, the, the text, that's why I'm excited because – that was definitely a count game, and they were behind, and they and they didn't turn it in. The other the UM teams I've seen in the past would fold, you yes. know, wouldn't make the big plays, would turn the ball over, or just they get their daubers down. These guys just kept coming after you, man. And that's that's Mario's that's a lot, you know, that's what he wants. He wants somebody that's going to come after you for four quarters, give it your best yeah. shot. We'll take yeah. what happens. And not only that, but on the other side of the ball, our tackling is a million times better than it's been. The tackling has been pretty damn good. You know, bad angles for a long – that was the last couple of years. But they're hitting people. They're knocking people down. And they're playing with um, just vicious. I mean, they're bordering on some late hits. They're, you know, some Williams with a few late hits here and there. But That's going to happen. Miami football. Yeah. You know what? That's going to happen when you're aggressive. You know, I'd rather be aggressive, you know. I mean, I, I don't want dirty football, but it's going to happen some. I mean, these guys are trying to – giving it their all, you know. Sometimes you want to get a late hit. You know, it's yeah. not it's not dirty football or anything else. It's just playing hard all the time, and it happens sometimes. Gidry, you know, he he's doing a lot of things, man. A lot of twists, a lot of games, a lot of slanting and movement. And I'm going to tell you, with all these one-back schemes, I'm going I'm to tell you the way I feel – it's very difficult when you're running zone schemes to play against somebody that's coming after you like that and moving linemen and things like that. They get screwed up on their fits with who to go to and what to go. Sometimes you got to quad things. 
I mean, you got to make calls. You don't know when it's going to be a four-man movement or a two-man movement or a twist. To me, the only way to play Gidry is two-bag gap schemes and unbalanced schemes. You got to give them and movement. You got to, you know, try to screw it around with them. These right. one-bag schemes are very difficult. Zone schemes, he'll that's why he's doing what he's doing. You can't block that stuff in, in zone, inside zones. Maybe on outside zone, once in a while you'll see, because every once in a while he'll give up uh, an edge, for example. Right. You'll see a guy yeah. break out on the edge. That'll get fixed. But very difficult to run inside zone. And you don't you don't have a lot. You know, if you, you take away the quarterback on, on one back, and, you know, there's not a whole lot of misdirection, a little bit, you know, jet sweeps and things. What this guy's doing, excellent, man. He's really good good concept defensively against this one-back stuff. And he's, and he's screwing up the quarterbacks because they're they're blitzing from the corners. And with that one-back, he's getting hit as, as soon as he gets the ball. Now, if they weren't in the shotgun, that may or may not happen. But in the shotgun, that gives our corners extra time to get in the backfield. And they were in the backfield a lot last week. And I'm sure they'll be doing that Fun. later on. I'm telling you, it's hard. I look at it from an offensive standpoint. Look at what he's doing offensively. How are you going to stop it? The only way we would attack it or I would attack it is two back gap schemes where everybody got, you know, you're gap down, you're kicking, you're bringing, you know, people around and, and uh, you know, breaking contain on, on its own, you know, faking and breaking contain. You, you got to do that, you know, play action pass because I'll tell you what, it comes at all different angles from you. And you yes. don't know when it's coming. He hides it really well. He, guy's excellent. Guy's an excellent coach. And both well, sides, Dawson and he, are yeah. both excellent. Well, I, I love the insight we can get here from a UM Sports Hall of Famer. Don Solinger, can't thank you enough for taking the time. Thank you so much. And, and I love uh, how... You know, we, we get these sort of breakdowns. Bruce and I can only imagine coming up with this stuff. Uh, you, you watch the games, obviously, with your experience with a different set of eyes, and we appreciate you sharing that insight with us. Well, I'm going to tell you what. You guys are great. Anytime you want me, you got me. I, I love listening to you. You know what's going on. Uh, you're, you're program guys, and I love it. And That's the way I am. You know, I, I love this program. <laughs> In spite of being getting let go twice, I still love it. It's uh, my team, and uh, it was a big part of my life. And you guys do a great job. Thanks for having me. Love it. Thank you, Don and Bruce. Thank you. We're going to have you on again, buddy. We will. Okay. Thanks. Absolutely. I hope so. I'm going to try to get to that game. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You should go because I think I'm in the box with the players. I'm going with Caesar. Oh, (laughs) you may. I I may have to stop by that box as well, Bruce. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to the box. Come up. You can get it, Donnie. Thanks for having me. You guys are the best, man. Awesome. Thanks, Don. Don, Don Solinger, excellent job. Thank everyone so much for tuning in. Smash that like button if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio version, make sure to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your pods. And we will talk to you next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day.